The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's the Extra Yard on the 5 Reasons Sports Network. I'm Alex Dono. Got Hussam Patel sitting in the Troy Stratford chair. Hussam, how you doing, sir? I'm good, man. Oh, man, you're, I, I don't know if it's your Wi-Fi or my Wi-Fi. Somebody's Wi-Fi stinks. I'm, you there? You there? I think yeah, you're working I'm now. I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> good. So, uh, you know, first things first, uh, a lot of people's attention uh, w- was gotten earlier this week by reigning Heisman Trophy winner, USC quarterback Caleb Williams, who just had a, a freaking phenomenal year. Obviously, you better have a pretty good year if you're going to win the Heisman. You know, he was asked about, you know, teams that he'd see as a good fit in the NFL. Now, he's not in this draft. He would not be draft eligible until next year. But he was asked about teams that would be a good fit for him in the NFL. And Caleb Williams loves everything about the Miami Dolphins. Loves Mike McDaniel, loves the weapons that the Dolphin ha- Dolphins have, Jalen Waddell, Tyreek Hill, and he specifically mentioned the Dolphins as a team being a great fit, and I didn't even know about this angle of it until I was reading up about this earlier today. Uh, a lot of people, like Dolphin fans, were, were very upset that apparently Tyreek Hill liked a tweet about this story. But, you know, maybe he liked the tweet because he said something nice about Tyreek Hill, not because Tyreek Hill wants Caleb Williams to replace Tua. I mean, who's some? I'm, I, I don't think Caleb Williams is ever going to be a Dolphin because they'll probably have to be bad enough to have the number one overall pick next year to draft him, and I don't think that's going to happen. So, no, I'm not insulted by the idea that Caleb Williams want, wants to be a Miami Dolphin. People don't need to take this as some kind of a slight on Tua Tungo-Vailoa. Um. Let me show you one play real quick that I think that many Dolphins Dolphins fans would like to have a quarterback that can make a play like this. Uh, is, is the video working? I see it. Yeah. You see it? Yeah. yeah. I can see the screen. Here we go. Go ahead. You know, it's first quarter. You know, USC oh. is up. You have Caleb Williams in shotgun formation. A stud. He goes ahead. And takes the snap, and he's playing against the Stanford Cardinals. Now, look, the Stanford Cardinals defense isn't the best defense in the Pac-12. There are not a lot, a whole lot of great defenses in the Pac-12. But all over Caleb Williams' tape and film, he's making absurd plays like this. I mean, holy he's a freak. crap. Holy crap. 
Like, oh do you see God. where the that ball is, is placed? That is a dime. The ball is thrown. I mean, but you got to mention the fact that the offensive line did their job in pass protection over here. I mean, let me, let me go ahead and, and skip it just a little bit right there. I mean, he's got all day to make this throw. Look at oh, it. But that is that is such a beauty. That is a beauty. I mean, we we saw a beauty like that when uh, Tua Tagovailoa threw threw it to uh, Tyreek Hill in the Baltimore Ravens game, yeah. not once but twice, and Jalen Waddle once in that same Ravens game, but Waddle was covered by two defenders. Um, guys, why are we overreacting to this? I really, really don't freaking get it. I just take it as a freaking compliment that, you know, that, that, that arguably the best quarterback in college football right now thinks that the Miami Dolphins have so much potential on offense that he thinks that would be a great situation for him. Now, th- there's another side of it that I, I, I don't think he's the greatest college. Uh, I don't think he's the best quarterback in college football right now. I think Bryce Young. No, Drake may. Drake May, yeah, he's good. I know firsthand how good Drake I, May is. I think is. it's Drake May, but dude, you have a a crap ton of players right now in the and that's upcoming in the draft that would love to be drafted by maybe their hometown teams or a mm-hmm. team they they think has the best uniforms. Doesn't mean shit. Why are we overreacting? I mean, who does not want to play in Miami sure. at this point? I mean, if if you're a quarterback right now and you look at Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, you look at this offense, why wouldn't you be? But th- there's another side of this that I kind of find to be funny because I was filling in for Mark Hockman yesterday. I was ho- hosting with uh, with Channing Crowder, and we talked about this a little bit on the Hockman Crowder show. And then Channing made a good point because he's been through the draft process before. Um, you know, his agent used to tell him that you know if they ask you what team you want to play for, just say whoever drafts me like don't even don't even like tip your hand to whose offense you like or whose offense you don't like because you you know you don't want those words to ever be used against you in a negotiation in the future so just keep your mouth shut just say I would love to play for whoever drafts me so I guess uh Caleb Williams you know he doesn't uh, he's probably got an NIL agent like he doesn't have an agent agent yet but you know somebody probably should have told him if they ask you what team you want to play for just keep your goddamn mouth shut that was back in the day, um, Alex. The, the players like that. The players are not. Uh, I mean, respect to Channing Crowder. Loved watching him when I was uh, when I was growing up. I'm making him feel old right now. You tell yeah, him that. Yeah, seriously. What kind of a backhanded <laughs> comment? When I was like three years old, I loved watching him play. We got to get Channing on the pod so I can make fun yeah. of him. But um, players aren't like that anymore. You know, they're they're out. I I don't want to say outspoken, but they have personalities. Yeah, they. They will talk what their mind says, and they don't care um, at this point. And Caleb Williams, you know, he made a comment that should have been passed under the rug. He's like, oh, yeah, I would, you know, playing for Miami would be super cool, super dope. I mean, Lamar Jackson almost said the same thing too, right? Yeah, that's right. Pretty sure a lot of quarterbacks would like to play for Miami. That doesn't mean Tua's job is in jeopardy. That means uh, Caleb Williams isn't necessarily better than Tua or Tua is better than Caleb Williams. It's just a comment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and also, as I mentioned near the top, uh, very, unless Caleb Williams' draft stock takes you know a nosedive next season, um, I, I highly doubt the Dolphins would be bad enough for a top you know one or two pick that it would take to draft the guy. Because yeah, you're not going out there and adding Vic Fangio to run your defense, and you know hoping and assuming 
Tua is going to be fully recovered from the concussions next year. And now, you know, that he's enrolled in uh, Cobra Kai karate, he learns how to fall correctly. So these are not even going to be issues going forward. You sure it's not Weenie Hut Jr. karate? I'm I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But totally. then, you know, th- th- there's another th- but there another thing going on with Tua. And, and this was uh, being talked about all day yesterday on ESPN. They were featuring the Dolphins and they were talking about Tua, like his long term future in Miami. You know, this was coming up on every day part on ESPN yesterday on Tua's long term future. And I, I think Hussam and I kind of disagree on this and for, for different reasons. So first things first, um, there's going to be some talk about, you know, when do you try to lock in the long-term extension with Tua? Because, you know, they he's eligible for a long-term extension as soon as this offseason, but he's still got up to two years left on the rookie deal because he's got, you know, 2023 20, season coming in, and then there's a team option for 2024, which the Dolphins can pick up. So I highly doubt they're going to start doing the long-term extension this offseason. I think they would save that for the next uh, but you and I disagree on that because I think Hussam, you are looking at it as more of like a glass half full because you're worried that if they let Tua play another year without the long term, that he may overperform. Where I'm kind of worried if you lock him into a long term now, he may have some injury issues next year, and then the Dolphins are going to regret making that commitment. I think you know. First off, let's let, let's talk about the two options, right? You know, yeah. the first is the fifth year option, which I think they should pick up the fifth year option because that's for twenty so million. They, yeah, they pick up the fifth year option, right, just to be on the safe side. Yeah, there's only been like three or four players within the recent five to six years where they've picked up the fifth year option for Dolphins players. It was Devonte Parker. They exercised the fifth year option for 2019 redid his contract, and signed him to an extension through the 2020 season. They couldn't do anything with Laramie Tunsil. Um, they didn't, I don't think they did it uh, with Charles Harris because he got traded. Minka was traded, and I think they picked it up for Christian Wilkins last um, last year. I think they did pick it up yeah, for you're right. last year. Yeah. Now, does it make sense? Uh, to pick up the fifth year option for Tua Tonga Vailoa, um, yeah, I mean, it does. You 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 play out the scenarios. I mean, he'll be the fifteenth highest paid quarterback in the league, and you know he's got good potential. I mean, you're going to be bringing back the same offense. Mike McDaniel should have learned uh, some of the mistakes as well, improved the run game, maybe improved the offensive line. You have the same weapons and arguably a better defense. Hopefully, you know, if we're talking strictly about to a worst case scenario, you know, he he plays out the fifth year option and the team moves on the year after. Mm -hmm. Maybe he holds down the spot while a 2024 rookie is developing. And then best case scenario, you know, you get a high end starting caliber quarterback for another year at a steep discount. Yeah. Now, that's your argument, right? Yeah, that's my argument. That's That's exactly my argument. That's your argument. Now, here's my argument. Looking at the NFL salary cap um, situation, the cap is expected to go up by 8% uh, annually. So this year, it, it went up a little bit exponentially. The year after 2024, they're projecting to go up to 8%, and then the year after, another 8% as well. Um, some of these quarterback contract numbers are going to be insane. We're hearing rumors about Daniel Jones getting $45 million. He Jaylen wants forty-five Hurts. million. I mean, good luck to him. Jaylen he might get Hurts. forty. 
Yeah, Jalen Hurts, $50 million. I mean, God knows what uh, Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow's uh, contract is going to be like. So, I mean, hey, why not lock him into maybe a $35, $38, 40000000 million a year? You know, you set the floor for the quarterback market and end up, you know, other teams and end up having to pay higher every single year. And then the Dolphins, you know, if you have extra money left over, Tua, you know, does what we think he does or, you know, he outperforms it, you know, you still have money left over to get more weapons. You know, you make it team friendly at that point, whereas he plays on the fifth year option. You're like, oh, shit, you know, he did well. You're going to have to pay him more money or like, oh, crap, he underperformed. Well, yeah, now we have leverage in that sense. I think just locking him in for maybe 38, 40 million dollars a year, but putting stipulations and guarantees for playing time, I think that'll make more of a financial sense. Would he agree to stipulations like that or he and his agent? Because I, I think those things become harder and harder to put into contracts. It's just like, right. I, I just, based and on it, your... does, it does, it does kind of make it harder to trade him too. Yeah. If, yeah. if he, if you don't, um, yeah. he doesn't perform to your expectations, but honestly, it's up to two of his agent and what the Dolphins financial breast well just like i i hear i hear what you're saying about you know because and again it's like a very half glass half full approach with tua that you know you want to you know lock him in at kind of a a hometown discount to set the floor on the market for the long-term deal before guys like burrow and herbert get their deals which i'm sure are going to be astronomical because you're you're thinking what if he what if he outperforms (laughs) that then you'll be glad you got the discount my big fear is I can't even think about at least until after next season. I can't yeah. think about negotiating a long-term deal with Tua because coming off of those con- concussions, I'm scared to death. Like if he gets one more concussion next year, you know what what the narratives and what the conversations are going to be about his long-term future. So that that's what scares me to death is you're wondering what if he overperforms, you know, 38 40 million a season. I'm worried you give 38 40 million a season to a guy who may get concussed again then all bets are off. Right. Well, let me tell you something. Matthew Stafford is 40 million a year. Dak Prescott is 40 million a year. Derek Carr was 40.5 million yeah. a year. Kirk Cousins was 35 million a year and arguably you can say Tua is probably on the Kirk tier, maybe if not just a tad bit better. So if Kirk well, he was he, he was on the he was a tad bit better than the Kirk tier for like six games last season. That, that's right. the problem. It was only it was only a you know a month and a half stretch. Right. right. And then Jared Goff thirty three point five million dollars. I See, mean, I, you can yeah. you can make the argument. Uh, yes, obviously, he's not going to make top ten QB money. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is forty five million dollars a year. Right. You give him five million less, or you give him less guaranteed money, or you put a contract that has stipulations. Obviously, as a team, you want to protect yourself if harm comes. Now, again, we're talking about the tool factor. Well, you know, I want guaranteed money, like how Lamar Jackson is saying, Hey, I have injury concerns. I would like to make sure I'm financially well. To with his head injuries, he may want to think that, you know, you know, I want to protect myself. You know, he he may want to protect himself financially. It's just, yeah. it's a dancing game with that. Well, yeah, and, and and that's true because I wonder, like, if they actually were to start negotiations this off season, and I'm I'm, I'm sure that there there's going to be conversations had, right? Because I'm sure Tua's agent would kind of like to know where do things stand right now. Uh, and then from a Dolphin side of it, when those negotiations do start, if they haven't started already, um, the Dolphins will definitely. <laughs> 
Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Try to use his injury history against him when it comes to the leverage. Like, you know, these negotiations can get pretty personal sometimes. It's why I I don't think Lamar Jackson is doing himself any favors by not having an agent because he's got to have some of these face-to-face conversations that would usually be had with the agent who can absorb some of that stuff. Uh, But, you know, I'm sure the Dolphins, Hussam, they they would try to get, you know, like the most hometown friendly deal to say, Oh yeah, yeah. You you, you think you're worth uh, the type of money that, uh, you know, that Patrick Mahomes is getting, but Patrick Mahomes doesn't get concussed every four games the way that you do. Right. I mean, to think about it, Anthony uh, Manzano saying the issue is that the two fan base believes his worth is Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers money. Let, Let me break it down to you this way. Almost most of the quarterbacks that will get paid, this season, next season, and the season after, they will be making more money than Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers just because of the salary cap situation and the inflation the NFL is bringing upon to teams and itself. So even though the play may not match up with the contract, yeah. me, as a person that thinks Tua will get better next season, he's still not going to get that Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers money at all. Yeah, you're right, because, um, you know, w- within the next year, it'll be very easy to say, hey, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league, but he's not going to be the highest paid because you're right. right. I mean, it's always, said that, it's always said inflating. That for years with Brady, right? Yeah. You yeah. said that for yeah. years with Brady. Brady always took, you know, a team-friendly deal. He wasn't the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. He made sure to keep money, um, you know, money for the Patriots to get him weapons and stuff like that. Um, I mean, not only that, the Dolphins exercised the fifth-year option for Ryan Tannehill mm. as well. And then a couple months later, they gave him a long-term extension. Yep. That can also be, you know, at play as well. You know, if if you think he's doing well um, midseason, you can negotiate a contract, you can sign it, and then that'll go into effect after the fifth-year option. Yeah. Was uh you, you saw that tweet from uh from Mike Kosicki? That was some world class trolling. He he reacted to the he reacted to the Caleb I Williams did. thing as well, and he's like, "Oh, didn't they tell you I'm going to be in Miami through 2024? Then maybe you can take over my condo lease." I mean, is there that, uh, that was funny? That but was but funny. There, there's no. I mean, Mike Kosicki's gone, right? I mean, they're not going to franchise I, him again. 
I do think Mike Gusecki is gone. I don't think he fits with this offense. I think no. just based on the tight end usage, which they use, Durham Smythe had more snaps yeah. than Mike Gusecki, um as an inline blocker and even in passing situations. I think that was pretty eye-opening for me and to these, you know, to everybody else. Um, I just don't think Mike Gusecki fits this offense. They should have uh, traded him, honestly. Like, I don't know why they didn't trade him at the deadline. Well, well, well I mean, what what do you think they would have gotten Gusecki for? I mean, if Gusecki leaves, they get a, they, comp, but, a compensatory. Uh, that's pick. true. That's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. I, mean, I was going to say, it, I was going to say for a late round draft pick, but you're right. The compensatory pick would be yeah. would be something like that. So, let's hold on. Let, let's talk about this this uh, in a second about getting the elite receivers. This graph here, because real quick. Uh, I want to remind people that we are brought to you by Prize Picks, PrizePicks.com and the Prize Picks mobile app. Guys, Miami Heat are coming back tomorrow night to take on the Milwaukee Bucks. Finally, this, this dreaded uh, all-star break is going to be ending for our guys. Kevin Love is making his debut. So you're going to want to be getting some action at Prize Picks. It's so easy to sign up, and it's fully legal in the state of Florida, by the way. So you're not going through like China to get your money out. It's fully legal in Florida. So sign up at prizepicks.com or the Prize Picks mobile app. And when you sign up, use our code 5. You see it there, F-I-V-E. Sign up with our code 5, and they're going to match your first deposit up to 100 bucks when you use our code F-I-V-E. So what you do is you select two, three, four, five players, and you can go uh, players from different games or even different sports, right? You can have a couple of NBA players, a couple of uh, NHL players. MLS is coming back soon. You can put a couple soccer players in your selections, you know, Champions League if it's on one of those days. And you just predict if those players are going to go over or under their stat projections. And if you get all those predictions right, you win money. You win two times, five times, 10 times, 20 times your money back by getting all your predictions correct. So make sure you sign up with our code five at prizepicks.com or the PrizePix mobile app. PrizePix truly is daily fantasy made easy. All right, so now Hussam, show us, show us this graph. We were talking about this off air before we started. Um, and and make sure, by the way, for those who are listening to the audio feed, make sure you describe it a little bit because some folks listen to this on the three yards per carry podcast feed. So we're looking at a before after um chart here what would you call that a graph like i don't even know how to how to it's a bar graph graph. Uh, i think you need to go back to uh statistics 101 um i got a c in it statistics 101 (laughs) c plus statistics 102 i got a uh straight c minus yeah i I passed i know that i I know i passed those classes so okay you bet you passed those classes so this graph we're looking uh right here i was reading this article um from a pranava Roger Rum, he had his uh his website's called uh, the Flea Flicker. It's it's a Substack for uh that boy nice watchers and advanced stats nerds like myself. So he You've combined... already lost me. <laughs> <laughs> you right. lost you, you had me at Flea Flicker and then you lost me. I had you at Flea Flicker and then I lost you. Well, that my friend, I do know that you are a that boy nice watcher. That's right. Okay. That's okay. right. So basically this graph shows uh, EPA, um, that's effective points added before and after star receivers for quarterbacks such as Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, and Tua Tungvaluwa, along with completion, completion percentage over expected before and after star receivers. So we know, you know, Jalen Hurts, he didn't have A.J. Brown before, now he does. Joe mm-hmm. Burrow, he didn't have Jamar Chase before, now he does with the Cincinnati Bengals. Josh Allen, he didn't have Stephon Diggs. 
Now he does. Tua Tungavailoa didn't have Tyreek Hill. Now he does. And with this graph, almost every single quarterback got exponentially better. So Josh Allen, his EPA was like 0.03, which is like pretty average for a quarterback. Yeah. And then after Stephon Diggs, it was point, looks like 0.23, which is a big, giant jump to top Huge. 10 quarterback. Yeah. For Tua, his EPA was .05, which is middle-of-the-pack average. You bring in Tyreek Hill, that star-wide receiver, it's almost up to .25, better than what Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, and Joe Burrow had uh, their first season with their star-wide receivers. I mean, you can also take a look on the completion percentage over-expected. You know, Hurts, he looked like a much, much better passer. With A.J. Brown, Joe Burrow got exponentially better. Josh Allen was complete garbage. Yeah. Of Stephon Diggs, and he made him look like an all-star in Tua. I mean, he had the second-best CPOE without any star-wide receiver, and then he just got a tad bit better with Tyreek Hill and just completion percentage. Um, that's what we're talking about. But, I mean, dude, you're going to have Tyreek Hill for the foreseeable future. Yeah. You're also going to have Jalen Waddle for the next two to maybe – three years if you don't sign him to a long-term deal, it works. It works. And I think that's my argument for, you know, uh, locking Tua up as early as possible. Well, and, you know, the way the Dolphins have operated to this point is um, no matter what ESPN says about it, because, you know, they, they, they've been trying to uh, – they, they've been trying to trade Tua or get rid of Tua since, like, the first month of his career – um, no matter what they say, the Dolphins to this point have operated like a team that's building around Tua Tungo Bailoa for better or for worse. Because again, when, when he's on the field healthy with this core and this coach looked fantastic. Like he had probably the best month and a half. I mean, he was in the MVP conversation like through October. Like he had a spectacular start to the season. My my primary concern now, it, it's really it's really just the injuries, but the Dolphins have operated like an organization, including talking about how some scientists told them he's not at any further risk of future concussions, and you know they, they, they took that opinion to heart, so they've been operating like a team that is putting all their carts on the Tua horse. I, I will say they are committed to Tua uh, 100% after last offseason, just the trade of Tyreek Hill basically said, alright, if you can show us with Tyreek Hill, if you could do well with him, game or game obviously yes we know the injuries take a factor almost every single quarterback gets injured i mean justin herbert got injured joe burrow got injured tom brady gets hurt i mean tom brady he he wasn't that hurt but with no offensive line and weapons that were also hurt he looked like an average quarterback right i think with Tua, we know what he is but i think the best is still yet to come with him now uh, i do want to ask you this question that Anthony asked on the chat. Can you see the Dolphins drafting all defense in 2023 with our premium kit picks, uh, safety, linebacker, corner? I am expecting a defense-heavy draft, and I, I, I almost feel like that may have been a conversation they had with Vic Fangio to kind of sweeten that deal, like, hey, we're, we're going to try to address some of those needs that we have from last year. I think um, from what I think when my mock draft comes out, which is going to be soon, Ooh. with our premium picks – I do have a seeing seeing us draft a linebacker. Yeah. However, with our first pick, I, I think we're going to go offense. Oh, okay. What position? Um, but I, but I, I do think it'll be a defensive heavy draft, especially on the linebacker and, and defensive back um, 
and the depth that we need over there. If you think they go offense with the first pick, which is the second round pick, uh, yeah. what position? What position do you think they address? Um, I definitely think they'll go after running back um, okay. in the second round. I I was doing some research, some deep dive, you know, analysis, you know, data data dive in. When I think about it, you know, we do know that Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson are free agents. You know, they're not on the roster, but they're they'll be cheap. You know, they'll be efficient. They were efficient last year, but you need a bell cow back, right? You know, Raheem Mostert, he has his injuries. Jeff Wilson Jr., he also has his injuries. And, you know, the the Shanahan type of system for running backs, um, they get hurt and they get hurt a lot. So I, I do think they'll draft a young running back that doesn't have a lot of touches that can be healthy, that can help out in the passing game. Um, which running back it'll be depends on what they value in the second round at running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, real, real quick, I, w- I want to read uh, this one from Anthony. Uh, I think they just said that they're 100% behind Tua uh, during mm-hmm. that after the season press conference to please the Tua fan base. So it, I think he's saying that Tuanon is having an influence over – the media conferences the Dolphins are doing. I think I think that I think Dolphins fans try to read into things. Well, and and I think do much. some actions speak louder than words because I don't yeah. e- I don't even care what they say in press conferences. Like they made the Tyree Kill trade, they made the Bradley Chubb trade last year, which they they gave up a prime draft pick that could have been used to replace Tua or be part of a trade package to replace Tua. So I think that their actions speak louder than their words here. I mean, <laughs> if you remember last offseason, Nick Sirianni never said that. Um, he, he actually got asked a question um, asking if he thinks Jalen Hurts will is definitively the starting quarterback for him last season, and he said, no, it's an open competition. Wow. Well, and, and Sirianni went on to win a suit. Well, play in a suit. I almost gave him the win. He went on to play in a Super Bowl. So may, maybe the Dolphins should create a competition here, Hussam, and motivate Tua the way that the Eagles motivated Jalen Hurts. How about that? Maybe they're I think they're treating Tua with the kid gloves. They're being too soft on him. You think so? I do think so, actually. You think they're they're going to draft uh, Will Levis? <laughs> Uh, I would not draft that guy because he eats the <laughs> banana skins, doesn't he? And he puts no, uh, mayonnaise he, he, in his he, coffee. He, he, he puts uh, mayo in his coffee. No, he what... does both. He eats banana skins oh, yeah, yeah, as that's... well. He he just he he doesn't. He's a savage. He doesn't peel it. He just bites into the banana, and he puts mayonnaise in his coffee. I listen, man. I'm I'm not opposed to to drafting a quarterback with an early pick, but keep Will Levis the hell away from my city. I, I can't have this guy here. <laughs> So we're going to wrap it up on that note. Uh, I will be back uh, tomorrow in this time slot. And uh, Husam, you, you can hang out if you want to. Uh, I'm going to be with Lewis Sung tomorrow because Troy. Oh, can I make fun of Lewis? Um, yeah. <laughs> I, right. I don't see why not. You can make fun of me too all you want. Uh, Lewis can make fun, fun of you. you back though. Yeah. Oh, I can take it. I always make fun of you. You know that. I love it. Yeah. So we'll do it up big again uh, tomorrow around the same time, 4 o'clock. Make sure you guys are supporting Prize Picks. Prize Picks mobile app. Sign up with our code five. That's F I V E. They'll match your first deposit up to hundred bucks. And I'll talk to you guys, uh, guys again tomorrow on another wait, episode. Wait, 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 wait. Do not just leave just yet. Okay, what's going on? So breaking news announcement: Scouting Combine also tomorrow, right after the extra yard. I have a prospect coming on safety really? linebacker, hybrid guy, maybe a fit for this for this Vic Fangio defense. Okay. Make sure you guys tune after the extra yard tomorrow. 
I love that. So after the extra yard scouting combine with Hussam, who does an awesome job, one of the hardest working men on the Five Reasons Sports Network. We'll talk to you guys next time on the extra yard right here on Five Reasons YouTube. See ya. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.